between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. It's you that will touch our tongue and purify our heart that we might connect with your spirit, Lord, and we will do, we will say that which you want us to say. Father Lord, I bring myself to you, a man of infirmities, Lord. Father Lord, can you sharpen me up so that I can connect with your spirit properly and minister life in the name of Jesus Christ? Uh, Father Lord, I don't know how to preach. You are the teacher that teaches us how to preach, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, come and teach us this evening, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, come and help us to learn this evening in the name of Jesus. Father, come and help us to hear from you this evening in the name of Jesus. Father, help us and guide us to tonight in the name of Jesus. That you will bring life to us, life abundance, in the name of Jesus. Let your name be glorified, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to Life Meeting this evening again. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, hope we all enjoyed our week. Uh, it's been a long week for me. And uh, the weekend will be very busy. Mm. But um, God's grace is sufficient. Yes. Amen. Very sufficient. Amen. Very sufficient. Uh, we thank God for His grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, I think I'll just um, go off as ministration has been going since last week. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'll just uh, merge prayer prayer meeting with how um, uh, teaching sessions have been going mm-hmm. too. And um, we'll go from there. Praise God. Hallelujah. All of you online, you're welcome. Um, and those that will listen, that did not join the meeting and will listen later, you also remember. Praise God. Uh, let's just quickly open to Ephesians chapter 2. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2. I will start from verse 18. Mm. Uh, now therefore okay I'll start with verse 18 for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the father praise God through him we both have access by one spirit unto the father praise God hallelujah uh this scripture we've uh, misconstrued it for a long time we've had misconception of this scripture for a long time when we say true we both have access by one spirit unto the father we have always thought that uh, when we say true him that means the day we got born again we suddenly really have we suddenly had access to the father mm-hmm. the way we are supposed to have access to mm-hmm. but that's a very serious misconception because the Bible says that his height cannot be old sin. Mm. 
So if I still carry infirmities inside me and I carry sin inside me, so definitely uh, I can't really access him the way I'm supposed to access him because I don't have eyes mm-hmm. to see him the way I'm supposed to see him. So when I say when they say through him, we both have access by one spirit uh, unto the Father. It means that it is by learning him. Praise God. Hallelujah. By learning him, after learning him, that we can now have access to the Father. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So they do not say um, by him. It says through him. Mm-hmm. So through the teaching of Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're in Ephesians chapter 2, verse, I mean verse 18 right now. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, so, for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I'll wait for you to get there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 2, chapter two verse 18. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Praise God. So, like I was saying, I said this scripture, we used to think that the day we got born again, we had access the way we are supposed to have access. But now we are beginning to realize the fact that it is by learning him that we actually have access to the Father, unto the Father, rather than the day we got born again. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, praise God. Hallelujah. So, what I'm saying here is that through Him, in other words, by learning Him, we are now have access to the Father. How do I know that? Um, let's go to First Corinthians chapter one, verse thirty. First Corinthians chapter one verse thirty. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom. Praise God. Um, Righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Praise God. So, the Bible did not, it said, but of Him. So, when the Bible say, if the Bible had said, um, by Him, I would say, oh, the day we got born again, we already have access to, we're already sanctified, we already have the wisdom, we already have the sanctification, we already have the redemption. Praise God. Hallelujah. Truly, truly, they were activated the day we got born again. But one thing we need to understand is that, um, but of Him, that means, when you say of Him, it means that by His content, praise God. Hallelujah. By His content, are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom. Wisdom. Praise God. So, when you say of him, that means inside him is the wisdom. Mm -hmm. Inside him is the righteousness. Inside him is the sanctification. Mm -hmm. And inside him is the redemption. That according as it is written, he that glorieth, 
let him glory in the Lord. In the Lord. Praise God. Yes. So a man cannot really glory unless the Lord has done a work inside him. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because there's no way a man can attain sanctification by himself. Mm-hmm. It must be by the workings of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's why the Bible says that we have access to the Father by one Spirit. By one spirit. Yeah. So um, our 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 access to the Father is a something when you say access to something it means that i can't really have access to something unless i have learned how to gain access to it mm-hmm. praise god hallelujah you can't just tell me that oh you have access to this thing even if you put me there i don't know how to operate it yes yes so really really do i have access to it access to it yeah praise god hallelujah so you can put me in a place and say yes i give you access into this into this room Praise God. Hallelujah. But really, if you are saying that you really have access to it, then by the time you enter into that room, you will know how to operate everything that is there. Mm-hmm. So once you don't know how to operate things that are there, then definitely you really don't have access to it. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you really don't have access to it if you don't know how to operate it. Praise all the Lord. Hallelujah. So when you say you have access to something, that means by the time you get into that place, you know how to make use of it. Mm-hmm. That's actually the real access. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have access if you have not learned how to operate something. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So when he now says that by him we have access by one spirit, that means a man must be under the tutelage of the spirit. That the spirit must teach the person mm-hmm. for him to now have access. Mm-hmm. So when you say you have access to something, the Lord is teaching you. Okay, this is how you go. Okay, let me, let me give you an example. Uh, um, like a medical doctor now, there are some places that in the world you don't have access to. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because the operation there, you don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. You can go there, go inside and come out. But you cannot make use of anything there. Mm-hmm. You have to go through a process. You have to go through a process of residency. Yes, yes. When you go through residency, they will not give you access into that world. Mm-hmm. You can treat a patient there. You can give instructions there. You can send the nurse. Oh, the nurse is going to get me this, going to get me this. You can man the place. Mm-hmm. Praise God. But really, if you have not gone through the tutelage of that residency, really, really, you don't have access to it. You don't have access to it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when you say we have access by one spirit, by one spirit, you must have been raised by the spirit. Then you now say you have access to the Father. That means you can't really communicate with the Father when you are saying communicate with the Father, really, really, praise God. Hallelujah. When you say communicate with the Father, communication with the Father, you, I, I can't communicate with you unless me and you are of the same thoughts. Mm-hmm. Really, if we are talking and we don't share the same thoughts, we are not really communicating. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. We are not communicating. If we are not sharing the same thoughts, we are not really communicating. Yes. yes. So I can be talking, you can be replying, but our statement will not join not each other. And because of that, I will not be learning. Mm-hmm. You'll be saying something else, I'll be saying something else. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So really, really, I've not really accessed you. Yes. I can be talking to you, but really I've not accessed you mm-hmm. because your content, I've not communicated with your content. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you now said, but of him. I only, every time... If, so there's some part of my Bible that anytime they, they, they mention of, I always circle it. Mm-hmm. Because I know that there are differences in in and of. Mm-hmm. The same way, there's a difference between believing in him and believing on him. Mm-hmm. 
you see they are separated in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you check the book of John, you will see he that believeth on the Son. On the Son. But there are also places where the mention he that believeth in uh, believeth in him. In him yeah. Praise God. Uh, there are, wait, 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 uh, let me see. Um, John three. John three sixteen. He said, "He that believeth in Him." So, it, it was new birth. He that believeth in Him shall should not perish. He can perish, mm-hmm. but he should not. Normally, should not. he's not supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like King James. King James mm-hmm. have made it clear to us. Mm-hmm. He said, "He should not perish." That really, really, if you are going to. If I give you this direction, you should not miss the way. Mm-hmm. But if you are not listening properly, you might miss the way. Miss the way. Yes. Yeah. But really, really, by the time I give you direction, you should not miss, you the, way. miss the way. But I can't be assured that you will not miss mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. But really, if you follow my direction, you will not miss the way. Yes. That's just what the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. Should not perish, mm-hmm. but have everlasting life. But if you see another scripture, it will say, either believe on the Son, either believe it on the Father, believe it in me. You get so you now see on in on in so those in and on separates new birth from learning. From learning, yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter one verse thirty again. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom. Righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Lord. Praise God. So, really, really, when you say you want to glory, you can't really glory unless a work has been done in you. There's no glory outside a work, it's not possible. There's no glory outside a work. There's no glory outside the work. Let's go back to Ephesians. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2 again. So verse 18 says, For through him, through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. So that means as long as you go through that curriculum called Christ, praise God. Uh, if you go to verse 13, let's go to verse 13 of chapter 2. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off and made nigh by the blood of Christ. Praise God. And made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace. Who hath made both one and had broken down the middle of wall of partition between us. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So how did he break the wall of partition? He has to force what? Abolish enmity. You don't just take enmity away like that. Mm-hmm. Enmity is something you learn. Mm-hmm. So for you to take away enmity, you must unlearn it. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So if you learn something, you can't just tell me that I would, God will just come and just do and just throw hands in, mm-hmm. into different direction and all your enmity will be gone. No, it's not possible. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. Enmity was taught. So for you to Overcome enmity, it must be untaught. Mm-hmm. So that means you must learn something that is um, 
friendly to God, mm. for you to overcome enmity, mm-hmm. or anything that is loving to God, mm. for you to overcome enmity unto God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So enmity is a learning. So when they say a man has come to peace with God, it's because he has learnt the love of God. Mm-hmm. He has learnt charity. Mm-hmm. So for him, when a man has fully learnt charity, enmity has gone. Then the Bible says, Be ye fervent in charity. Mm-hmm. That's the book of Peter. Uh, is second Peter or first Peter? Mm-hmm. Praise God. Fervent in charity is now that you have learned charity, you now put it to use over time. Mm-hmm. By the time you put it to use over time, it's like you are crystallizing that. That nature. Mm-hmm. Ah, hope I'm not jumping the gun here. So let me just come back again. Praise God. I want, I want to lay this foundation where enmity. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandment contained in all the ordinance, for to make in himself of twin and new one new man so making peace he did not say to turn mm-hmm. a new man yeah. he said to make to make it's a building mm-hmm. so making continuous tense the day i saw this thing i had to underline it in my bible that mm. we've made mistake in the past mm. because i used to quote it as having made peace Mm-hmm. That's how I never put it. But really, by the time I saw it in King James, actually, the first Bible I read was NIV. Praise God. Hallelujah. NIV is trying. Mm-hmm. Praise God. He's trying. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. But to be very sincere, um, you know one thing I like about King James? Eh? <laughs> it was translated by all believers, mm. it, wasn't, it wasn't translated by people that had revelation. Because people could have used their own revelation to interpret it, King James. Okay. Mm. So they just interpreted, they just interpreted it word for word, word, word as, as it was, word. literally. Yeah. The way they wrote it, they interpreted it like that. Yes, yes. Okay. Even one of them was just a professor. Are you serious? That, you know, it's King James. Yeah. He yeah. got that people together. Yeah, yeah, and just told them that they should, they should sit down. Mm-hmm. They were not really, 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 really believers like that. Mm-hmm. And he wanted them to translate it as verbatim as possible. Mm-hmm. So maybe my problem with what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know why? How will you trust something that unbelievers will? Very sincere with you. Sometimes God is it's easier for God to use unbeliever mm-hmm. than to even like use a believer. <laughs> because we believers, we always had our own righteousness. Right? Who have you put your own revelation? Yes. Revelation that is supposed to be personal to you. You want to make it general. General. <laughs> 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 Praise God. You know, thank God for growth right now. There was a time that any revelation I get in my bedroom like this, I'll use it to judge everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody is not seeing it, you have seen it. Yeah. This is wrong. <laughs> It's a face you have to pass through. It's a time of zeal. Yes, 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 yes. I was zealous there now. Correct zeal. It's clear in the Bible. I tell you. Very clear, yeah. 
okay, okay, you can still see it this way. No, you cannot see it that way. This is the, what he's saying. Yeah. How are you the one that wrote Bible? Imagine. How do you know if that's what? Were you there when Holy Ghost was writing it? Yeah. Sorry, your assistant Holy Ghost. Yeah. You are writing Bible with Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. I was like that, and that was the process I went through. Mm. Praise God. So he now said, so making peace. Praise God. Hallelujah. Making peace is a continuous tense. Mm. You are making peace. It's a continuous process. Making peace. Mm. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Uh, sorry, we might labor in the scripture a lot today. Uh, because uh, anytime I find grace to teach like this, I always make the full use of it. Mm. It's not every time you find grace like this to teach. Praise God. Um, uh, verse 6. Verse 6 says, Romans 8 verse 6, For to be carnally minded is death. Praise God. Hallelujah. But to be spiritually minded is life Life and peace. peace. Praise God. So the end of spirituality, when you say a spiritual man, Mm. is a man that has come to life. He has lent life Mm -hmm. so much Mm -hmm. that he has come to peace. Peace. Praise God. Now, when you are learning life, you are deleting another life. Mm -hmm. The reason why we can respond to the devil is that we have his life in our soul. Mm. People don't like this statement. Mm -hmm. If you say ah, you are living, you are just living your father's life. You, what they are saying is that all the, the learning that your father has, he has imputed mm-hmm. everything into your mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. That's what they are saying. How are you living your father's life? In other words, or sometimes maybe husbands and wives that know how to follow their husband well. Yeah. You are just living your husband's life. Mm-hmm. In other words, everything your husband does, that's what you do. That's what you do. Yeah. So the reason why the devil we can respond to the devil is because his life is there. Mm-hmm. If his life is not there, you won't respond. Mm-hmm. So, for you to respond to God, God's life must be present. So, you know, to be spiritually minded is what? Life and peace. Praise God. So, you put life to use. The words that I speak unto you, they are life. Yes, yes, yes. The spirit and their Life. Their spirit and their life. life. So when the Lord is speaking to you, He's throwing photons of life life, by His light. Mm -hmm. In His light, we see life. Yes. yes, Praise God. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Or in His life, we see light. Yes. You can extend the two. Life Mm -hmm. is light. Light is life. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Life is an expression of light. Mm -hmm. Praise God. So when light comes, before you know it, you will see life. Mm -hmm. Yes. So when you put life to use, a time will come, you will come to peace. Mm. Peace is actually charity. Mm. That's why charity can bear all the body. Mm -hmm. Because it's not struggling with God. Mm -hmm. Praise God. So when you say a spiritual man or and that second Timothy used the word a godly man. Mm. A spiritual man 
or a godly man. When you say a man is godly, he has lent godliness. Mm-hmm. And Christ is the godly man. A man that is naturally inclined to God is a godly man. Mm-hmm. A man that all he wants to respond to is God. Mm-hmm. Then they say that's a godly, a godly man. man. Yeah. See, a godly man is not a man that because uh, he can afford mansion, he now decides to buy a small house. Mm. Oh wow, this man is so godly. Mm. He's not using. No, 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 no. You know, I've seen people. The Lord can command you that, oh, buy a big house so that you can. Maybe he wants you to house brethren. But out of your own self righteousness, you want to form humility. Mm. You go and buy a small one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that, that, that's false righteousness. That's mm. false humility. That's false humility. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody one day. I think you, the person, I, one person that was ordained. He was ordained a deacon. So called him, ah, deacon, Alpha. He said, ah, no, I'm brother. That's, are you more holy than the person that ordained you? Ordained you. <laughs> you know, sometimes you see some false, false humility. Mm-hmm. They ordained you pastor or they ordained you apostle. You say, mm-hmm. me, I'm not apostle. I'm just a regular person. Mm-hmm. You are not a regular person. Mm-hmm. That's not humility. Mm. That's actually pride. Mm. You are no more humble than God mm. that ordained you. Mm-hmm. So that's carnality. You know, carnality is in two extremes. Mm-hmm. Carnality is in two extremes. Over, remember I said, over humility yeah. is pride. It's pride. <laughs> <laughs> too much humility is pride. Mm. Because you, you can form humility so much that you now become more humble than God. God wants to give responsibility in your hand, but the responsibility is because you make you shine. You say, Me, I don't want it. That's no humility. Mm. You're not more humble than God. Mm. You're not more humble than, more humble than God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, when you put life to use over time, life to use over time you come to peace that means no struggle life will start deleting another life mm. when the life has deleted the other life now you have come to peace mm-hmm. praise god Hallelujah. praise the name of the lord Hallelujah. ah father lord we thank you we give praise to you let's go back to that um efficient let's go back to efficient 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 uh, even the law, verse 15, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, praise God, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twin one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Praise God. Colon. And came and preached peace. You know, I, I this slain enmity. Before we used to pre- teach this thing as if it was full stop. Mm. But they put colon. Colon means like an explanation of what he just said. Mm. He said, having slain um, having slain the enmity thereby, colon, and came and preached peace mm. to you which we are far off. Far off. Praise God. That means for a man to be afar of means that he's separated from God. Mm. And to them that were nigh, no, now, now let's understand the scripture. He was separating Jews and Gentiles here. Mm. There were some that were nigh. 
they are not they are not they have not come to God, mm. but they are Naira and the Gentiles. Mm. The two of them, they preach peace to them. Mm. If they already come to God, then they don't need to be preached peace. Peace doesn't have to be preached to them. Mm-hmm. So he, why would they preach peace to you? He said, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were both of you, you need preaching of peace. Mm. Truly, truly, if you read the book of Romans, the reason why Gentiles are doing exploits in Christianity is to bring jealousy to the Jews. Yes. But the day, day we get born again, the way they will move fa- past us, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why we need to quicken our step. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's in the Bible mm-hmm. that when they start getting born again, mm-hmm. all of us will be shocked. All of us will be shocked, yeah. Because they will move. Check most Jews that got born again. Yeah. By the time they interpret scripture to you, you'll be wondering, what's this? What's this? I've checked Jews, man. I've gone on YouTube. I've seen some Jews that got born again. Mm-hmm. They have their tenacity, they have mm-hmm. zeal, their strength, mm-hmm. their understanding of scripture mm-hmm. is different. It's different. Yes. This guy is a Jew. Um, what's his name? Benin. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The way he grew spiritually. Praise God. The way Benin grew spiritually, it was is uh, even many people, many people were shocked. Yeah. You know, he moved from the U. He moved from Israel and came to Canada. Then moved to the, moved to, to, the, yeah. to the came to Canada, Toronto. Then now moved to the US. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as at a very young age, he was already preaching. Praise God. So, truly, truly, those that were nigh and those that are far off, he preached peace to them. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, the preaching of peace is actually uh, the preaching of Christ. Mm-hmm. When Christ is being preached, peace is being preached. Mm-hmm. Because Christ like we said in First uh, Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30, is our sanctification of him. But of him who has been made our sanctification, our righteousness, our wisdom, of him. That means of him, inside him. If our sanctification is inside him, then we need to see, gain access to what is inside him to be sanctified. Praise God. Welcome. <laughs> Praise God. Sit down, you read. Sit down, you read. Because I know what you just did so that you will not, um, it will not start working effectively. <laughs> Sit down, fully erect. Praise God. <laughs> sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. You know, sometimes when blood rushes to our brain, from our brain down to the belly, you know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. I've got to talk where we help us in this place. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Of Him, our wisdom. So inside Him, the wisdom is there. Mm-hmm. But you can't just access Him. That's why I said we have access by one Spirit. Praise God. Everybody needs the pre- anybody that that denies the uh, the operation of the Holy Ghost in his learning is not going to learn anything. Mm-hmm. 
He can be here revelation from now to tomorrow. He will not understand. If he understands, he will not apply it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you can apply something, you don't really understand it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can feel like you understand something mm-hmm. once the application comes. Mm-hmm. And praise God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've misbehaved at work. I've already misbehaved. Then scripture now came. I said, ah, how come this scripture did not come before my misbehavior? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means really, really, it has not become a knowledge inside me. Mm-hmm. It has not become a nature. It looks like my workplace is major testing ground. Yes, yes, testing. <laughs> Praise God. When you spend twelve hours in a place, it's a, it's a major trial. <laughs> four days off, four days off. Yeah. <laughs> Your whole day is there. So by the time you are done, a lot of things have happened. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Of Him, inside Him. Is our sanctification, our wisdom, our um, our, our redemption. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Our redemption. It looks like a flow. From wisdom, there's no way you can have wisdom. Wisdom is one that will bet knowledge of righteousness. Mm-hmm. When you put righteousness to use, you are sanctified. Mm-hmm. When you are fully used, that, that you have fully gone through that period of sanctification, the Bible says you have been redeemed. Yeah, redeemed. That's the first place of redemption. Mm-hmm. Wow. Praise God. Praise God. So when you that that's just that's just the way it works. Is a is a is a progression. Yes, yes. Is a progression. So for a man to come into full redemption, full redemption. Christ has been formed in exactly. him. You can't say you have really been because you can't tell me that the sin inside you and you are coming to full redemption. No, then the scripture where Paul said, My children will travel it bad that Christ will be formed in you, it becomes useless. He didn't say that Christ, I will put Christ inside you. There's a place of imputing of righteousness, there's a place where it is formed, just like the presence of creation. God in chapter, in chapter one, the Bible says, God created man by the time they got to chapter two. Going to the end, it now said God formed man. Mm. Praise God. So the day you got born again, the Bible says you are a new creation. But your process of journey is your process of formation. Mm-hmm. Your journey as a Christian is process of formation. When you say formation, that means it's just like you've already written program, you've written a software, you've written the program, but you need an hardware. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. That we operate with that uh, program. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Now, within you can do the uh, program. But if there's no hardware, you will never see the operation of that program. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So when you say formation, is the place where expression will now be found. Mm-hmm. The Bible now says, and God formed man. Praise God. Formed man. So the day you got born again, the Bible says you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Truly, truly, you are a new creation. The Bible says mm-hmm. creation, new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Mm-hmm. Praise God. But Paul now came to balance it. He said, my children were traveling back again. Mm-hmm. That Christ may be formed. Christ formed they will put different the parts of Christ inside you. Mm-hmm. Different hardwares in Christ. Those things that make up Christ. Those things that build Christ. Those building blocks of Christ. Mm-hmm. And those are knowledge. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Christ is an embodiment of knowledge. Mm-hmm. When you say Christ, you just say knowledge. All true. So what you don't know, you can't put to use what you don't know. 
There's no way you can put what you don't know to use. That's why the journey of a Christian is a journey of knowledge. Any place where they don't emphasize on knowledge, please leave that place. Any place where there's no emphasis on the word, either no matter how low it is, let them still direct you to the word. Even though if it's the only prayer they pray naturally, let it be that by the time you finish, you finish praying, you run back to the word. I know some people don't pray a lot, but they don't read the word. Mm-hmm. Oh man, when I was on campus, there were a particular denomination like that. You can see them speaking in tongues for four hours. But to sit down and read Bible is a problem. To sit down and read Bible is a problem. So I don't want to use that energy you gain in the place of um, prayer. How do you put it to use? All you want to do is cast that demon. So after casting that demon, what next? Praise God. So you can pray for long. Prayer is supposed to bring you to the place where the world is going to be re- the word is going to be revealed. So you charge yourself up in the spirit so that by the time you carry your Bible, there will be an opening in the scriptures to you. So prayer is for access into the scripture first. You can use prayer to get every other thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. But that should not even be the focus of a Christian. Mm-hmm. Focus of a Christian is communion. communion. There are different types of prayer. Right? We have communal prayer. We have um, prayer of supplication. We have prayer of faith. Mm-hmm. We have prayer of intercession. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Pray, and um, that was, those are even the ones that um, can take in thought. Different, there are different types of prayer. There are all many different prayers that we can pray. But the most important part of prayer eh, is the communal prayer. Mm-hmm. That prayer that you used to commune with God, where it looks like you and God are sharing thoughts. Mm. That's why sometimes when you are, you are praying and you are speaking in tongues, sometimes some words just drop in your heart. Or some understanding of... In fact, most of the time, my understanding of scripture comes from the place of prayer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just praying and the scripture just breathes through me. And before you know it, they start, they start unveiling it. Mm-hmm. They start unveiling it. So I might just pray for 10 minutes and the remaining, one, the remaining 45 minutes of my prayer or the remaining one at 30 minutes might be meditation. Mm-hmm. Because as they drop that thought inside me, they just start unveiling the thought. Before you know it, many scriptures are adding up. Mm. Ah, scripture too adds up. I remember one day I was praying at work. I was the only one at work that day. The work was not busy. I just decided to be walking around the office and just and just praying. I remember that was one that a, a, an understanding of relating. That was the first time I had a good understanding of that scripture where it say, uh, he that drinketh of this water shall, he shall well up unto eternal life. Where Jesus Christ was talking to the um, Samaria woman. Is it Samaria? No, no. Is it? That woman by the well. Where was she from? Um, Samaria. Samaria, yes. Yeah, Samaria one. That was the first time that I had a good understanding. I won't say that was a perfect understanding. Because the light of um, eternal life right now has changed your understanding. Changed. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. It has, everything has uh, <laughs> been rearranged. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. But I had a good understanding of that scripture that day. I was just praying. And the scripture just breathed through my eye. And before you knew it, I sat down and I was meditating on it, meditating on it. And that's still prayer. Yes. It's still prayer. In fact, the, your major breakthrough in the place of prayer is understanding. Mm-hmm. When you begin to understand scripture. Now, it doesn't start like that at the beginning. 
because you need to have put giving yourself to the world a lot mm. for those operations to start. Yes, yes. Do you get what I'm saying? But your major breakthrough in the place of prayer is actually understanding of the word. Mm. Because that's actually your breakthrough in life. Mm-hmm. You cannot live life unto God without understanding. Mm-hmm. How do I mean by understanding? Sometimes you are just praying and the Lord just flash it has happened it will happen to all of us it happened it will happen to us if it's not even happening right now it will happen sometimes something you did in the past just flashed through your eye and you just realize that kaya shouldn't have done it that way mm-hmm. as an understanding mm-hmm. sometimes they might not bring scripture to you it might just be a scenario they bring to your eye and they tell you kai and you just realize that ah, i could have done this better and before you know it they start linking scriptures to it or maybe a message you have heard they start bringing ah mommy said this thing and scripture. that means i could have not behave like this the day I behave. You know what has happened? Your heart is now beginning to adjust. Mm-hmm. Eh? You are mm-hmm. tuning, they are, they are tuning your heart. Mm-hmm. By that understanding that is coming, your heart is being tuned. Before you know, you just realize that the way you behave that day, you will never behave like that again mm-hmm. because an understanding has come. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you ever decide, to, if you ever behave like that again, you just realize that you feel bad mm-hmm. because you now feel like you know better. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So that's the way that's the way we that's actually the way we grow. That's actually the way we grow. By the time an understanding just comes, it just changes your perspective to life mm-hmm. and it changes your behavior. Mm-hmm. Some things you count as being important, they are no longer important before because they are giving you another understanding. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe you are just chasing with your Christian friends. Eh? And they are just talking, they are just talking, they are just talking. And they just, the word just came out of one of their mouths. And it just strikes you. Praise God. It just strikes you. And before you know it, that word strikes a meditation inside you. Mm. I've heard the testimony of a sister before. That maybe she was just um, excited about buying some things and buying some things. And somebody just give her a word. Ah, some of these things, you know, as we grow, they are not that important. And before you know it, she just closed the list. I'm not buying this thing again. You know why? Somebody just gave her understanding. Mm-hmm. And the thing she held in high esteem, all of them became useless in her eye. Mm-hmm. Just an understanding. So that's actually how we are being sanctified. Mm-hmm. Do you know that sister has always, by that statement alone, she has been sanctified? Mm-hmm. Because what's making her count that thing has been important? Is a darkness. It's an ignorance somewhere. Do you get? What's making us see that thing has been important is an ignorance somewhere. So the day that our friend just told her, ah, these things, you know, as we grow, you just suddenly realize that they're not that important. Mm. Before you know it, it's, it's triggered something inside her. Ah, Kai, that's true. What really do I, why do I really need these things? And she just closed the list. And she never went back to the list again. Praise God. Yeah. What happened to her? She just understood something she never understood before. And before you know it, it led to a decision. Yeah. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we just feel like it's when we read Bible like this. Mm-hmm. We are now waiting. Sometimes I read Bible. No revelation. Mm-hmm. No single revelation. Mm-hmm. And you can spend now, can I be very sincere with you? Actually, that time that you did not get revelation, you labored in the scripture. That labor is not in vain. That's one thing I've now realized. Uh-huh. It took me a while to understand that because sometimes I'll just close it. Mm. But now I don't close it again. Mm. Let me be sleeping. 
open my eye again. And if I sleep over, I wake up, I'll continue. So it's not, don't you ever judge yourself because you slept off reading Bible. In fact, sometimes they are free. You know when you put your back on the, on your, what's that, a board, bed board? You lay your back. Before you know it, you're already snoring. Yes. Then you wake up, Masoto Raka. Thirty-five minutes have gone. <laughs> Don't judge yourself, please, please. Continue the prayer. Continue from where you stopped. Praise God. Continue from what? Where you stopped. He, the Lord does not as long. If I even sat down like that, it means that you can't pray as important. Yes. You slept off. That will come. You don't be sleeping off again. Mm-hmm. That time will come. Mm-hmm. There was a time when I was trying to ah, let me at least let me give you let's give this admonition, right? Yes, because I've gone away from what I was teaching. But you know what? Let me quickly say it. There was a time when I was building my spirit. When I was I wanted to build my prayer life. I wasn't praying like this the way I, when I started my Christian work. Mm-hmm. My prayer life was fifteen minutes prayer. Fifteen mm-hmm. k. Fifteen was very long. <laughs> 15 was very long. In fact, it started reaching 15 when I started speaking in tongues. <laughs> Even the 15 was still long. People were speaking in tongues. Praise God. And you know, there's a way we used to deceive ourselves then. We will now make the prayer very loud. So by the time you now pray like 4 minutes, because you shouted, you are feeling bubble inside you. You feel like you are kind of prayed. It's a lie. <laughs> it's just bubble. You know, you know bubbles, right? after the bubble, after you put up the heat, you the bubble goes up. <laughs> Praise God. And you know, we take joy from those bubbles. At the beginning, it's like that. But you need to now start calming down. And pace yourself with the grace of prayer. Yes. If you really want to pray and commune well, you need to begin to pace yourself in prayer. Like I was saying, when I used to... Pray. When I wanted to build my prayer line, I said, ah, this prayer line, it looks like it is. It's what you... Mm. I started timing myself. Mm. Alarm. Alarm clock. I was set 30 minutes. Ah! 30 minutes was long then. Mm. 30 minutes was long. I would time myself. I would not stop praying till it's 30 minutes. Sometimes you would... Sometimes within that 30 minutes, you would check time like five times. Mm. <laughs> But I made sure. The time came, 30 minutes became pleasure. Mm-hmm. Now after the 30 minutes, I still want to pray more. Mm-hmm. In fact, after I heard that alarm, that's now when the prayer started. Mm-hmm. The time came like that. So from, from uh, uh, Reverend George, you said from, from, he used the word from, uh, from distress to pleasure. He used one word like that. So the, what you are struggling with can become pleasure. Mm-hmm. Praise God. You know, Reverend K was giving an example that when you have money to buy sugar, You'll be drinking tea without sugar. At the beginning, when he told all his sons to be drinking it, it seems to taste like nonsense. But the time came, it became, started getting sweet in their mouth. And that thing is true. Actually, my wife does not take tea with sugar. It seems weird to me. But I, I'm, not, I'm not ready to learn it yet. <laughs> Praise God. Sometimes, and it's not just any tea, green tea. Without sugar. You. Praise God. Then I make our own. I make my own inside. I make sure that I put spoon inside so that I will not mix it up. Yes. I'll not go and take our own. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So a time comes 
it becomes pleasurable. Mm-hmm. That prayer that looks like war, eh? Starts becoming pleasurable. But at the beginning, it might be difficult. Praise God. Yeah, 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 yeah. It might be tough at the beginning. Yeah. So your prayer life must be sound, truly. But if you are only bent on just praying without the word, you won't be growing. Because what really grows a man is understanding. understanding. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Hope everybody understood what I was saying. Yes, yes, yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. So of Him, but of Him, He has been made our right, our wisdom, our righteousness. Hmm. Our sanctification, then our redemption. Wisdom brings knowledge of righteousness. Putting righteousness to use, we are being sanctified. Praise God. After putting righteousness to use over time, and after doing sanctification over time, they say a man has come to redemption. That means they are taking you away from the hold of the devil. You have been redeemed. That's what they are saying. Praise God. Let's quickly open to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 14. Because this redemption is a promise. It's actually the first promise of our Christian journey. Praise God. That's the first promise. Good tidings of peace. Good tidings of good. Which publishes salvation. Right? So a man must come to peace. That's when he can see salvation. But I don't want to jump the gun. Let me just, I just said that. Let me just quickly, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 14, it says something. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God the Lord. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 14. I was starting from verse 13 actually. Verse 12. That, um, let's start from 11 so that we can get the context. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things, after the counsel of his own will. Praise God. He worketh all things according after the counsel. When you say counsel, counsel is like something that is instructing you. Praise God. After the counsel of his that means his will is a counsel. Mm-hmm. When God comes to counsel you, he's actually, he, he says counsel. He uses the word counsel, but really, really, that's his will. If you don't do it, it's to your own detriment. Mm-hmm. But it comes as a counsel. By the time you have done Christ, well, counsel, it's not counsel anymore. Mm-hmm. It's called commandment. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, when you say, He that loves me will obey my commandments. Praise God. He that loveth me will obey what? My commandment. That realm of commandment is because there's an expectation. Because you have been trained. Praise God. There's an expectation because a training has come, has been given. Praise God. He that what? Loveth me will obey my commandment. Praise God. You know, you there was a time you were teaching about perfect will. You know, you can't just bring perfect will to a man. 
perfect will is actually when they say God's commandment. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. When they say God's commandment, mm-hmm. no man can, you cannot just carry it out like that. You must have graced you up. Mm-hmm. Praise God. But let's quickly go through this. According to the castle of his own will, column, explanation of that will, that we should be to the praise of his glory. Praise God. So what the will makes us become is what? Praise of his glory. Who first trusted in Christ. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until... Praise God. So the day Holy Ghost came, they used Holy Ghost to seal us until... Redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Mm. Praise God. So, Holy Ghost came. You know, we can still relate it to chapter 2 when it says that, uh, uh, when it says, verse 18, for through him we both have access by one spirit. So, because Holy Ghost came, the oppression of redemption started. So that's why I said he gave us the Holy Ghost until. So you can't take out the operation of the Holy Ghost in the process of redemption. Because his Holy Ghost, the he said, um, he said, um, the spirit of a man is the is the candle of the Lord that searches the inner belly of a man. Now that belly is not physical belly. Praise God, because Holy Ghost is not in this belly. That belly is the soul. So he searches the soul and sees where there's a need for knowledge. Mm-hmm. Then he brings the knowledge to it. When he says something is the candle of the Lord, it's the light that searches where your darknesses are. Yes. Now, what sustains that spirit man is the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Ghost came as an affirmation that there's a work that is to be done. He now say until until the redemption. That means that redemption of the possession possession has not happened. Has not happened. But the reason why Holy Ghost came is to make sure that that redemption happens. Mm-hmm. So when they say redemption. Redemption has to come by sanctification. Mm-hmm. What am I saying today? When we are talking about we are talking about peace on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. This is the season where a man needs to take sanctification seriously. Because you know, sometimes we just you know we enjoy revelation a lot. Sometimes when I see brethren, just sit down, they are, they are just trailers all day, day. They are just trailers, trailers, trailers. Ah, I say, wow, this is nice. Bro. It's good. Even me, I'm excited that we can share revs together. Yeah. But can I be sincere with you? Yeah. That rev, is, if it's not sanctifying us, is not that useful to us. Mm-hmm. If I'm not becoming what I'm saying, mm-hmm. the revs I'm, 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 I'm training here, and if I'm not becoming it, Kai, there's is not really 
is good. It's good for you to have revs inside you. Is that revs that will become nature one day? Mm-hmm. But what you should be hungry for is can this thing become a nature? Mm-hmm. Ah, revs day now. Ah. If you listen to the messages every day, you have revs now. Mm-hmm. You have revs. Ah. Have revs now. I'm looking at those. How many of these messages have I lived out? Mm. I'm not saying it's a judge. Please don't go and beat yourself too hard. Mm. It's just that there's a consciousness that should be in the heart. Mm-hmm. There's a consciousness that should be in the heart. Among your brethren, for those that are married between husband and wife, mm. you know. Sometimes I judge myself a lot. Sometimes you know when. Something just something is mentioned in the house and you just get angry. It's because <laughs> that is touching something, yeah. Praise God. It's touching the darkness. Praise God. Now my only thank God that I've come to that place where apology is not even difficult again. But it's not only by apologizing, it's by living out. Praise God. So until the redemption of the purchased possession. So something was purchased, but has not been fully redeemed. Praise God. So redemption of the purchased possession has been purchased, but there's something called redemption. So if I, I can buy a, um, a an accidented car, it has been purchased, but if it's still accidented, it's not redeemed. Mm-hmm. Like the way I bought my Honda. Mm-hmm. I purchased it, but it was damaged. Mm-hmm. That's the way we are. We are accidented cars. Savage. Savage. Thank you for that word. <laughs> it's not me that said it. If it's me that they will say Pastor Femi is very harsh. It's Pastor James that said it to me. <laughs> Let me say it online now. They will say, hey. This is Pastor to Pastor James. Hey. Ah, it's true self is coming out. Praise <laughs> 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 God. You know, you know all those kind of all those kind of cars that you have to go to registry and you have to confirm it there. The first thing you take you to take you to mechanic shop and it was pass. <laughs> Inspection. <laughs> inspection. <laughs> you must pass inspection. Yes, because they know that you might be dangerous to the road. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's actually how we are in the spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damage. Damage. Somebody in Nigeria used the redemption that uh, new beds as as a, like an example when you rent a house in, in Nigeria, the way you the way you find the house that you're renting, and they will charge you big money. It will tell you 500,000 per year. By the time you get inside, you still have to do the wiring. You have to paint it. <laughs> Maybe one pop, pump has, has busted. One pipe has busted. Mm-hmm. It's you that will repair it though. Mm-hmm. And you still pay rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you, you've already purchased that flat, <laughs> but you need to redeem it. Wow. That's how we are. That's exactly in the spirit. It. Exactly. Our soul is like a rat hole. Mm. 
How many of us can stay in a rat hole and say we want to start repairing it? Mm. Little by little. A rat can even come and say, no, don't touch that one. You, you walk with the rat and walk with the rat. <laughs> you, defeat, you defeat the rat, then you start repairing it. Start repairing it again? He still brings his nasty rat. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Devil is the rat. Devil is the rat. <laughs> Demons, spirits. Yes. Those are the rats. The rats. A house that is infested with rats. Yes. Okay. So you bought a house, a rat infested house. Yeah, it's like the Holy Ghost bought a rat infested house with yes. the precious blood of Jesus. Jesus. Aye. What What is my what for him to do that? Mm. It's good we pray for mercy today. Mm. Because that's pure mercy operation. You can't see a heart repressed with that and you use your money to buy it. No, you won't. For you to buy it, you must see a very huge potential. So you see a whole human being that is like a rat hole and you see this man has potential to be better than a cherubim. By the time I finish working this one, you will judge angels. Yeah. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost has too much confidence. Right. The confidence is too much. He must then, then, then he must be very powerful. Mm-hmm. He knows his capacity. Mm-hmm. He knows what he can build. Mm-hmm. If you only allow him, mm-hmm. he knows what he can build. Mm-hmm. He, ah, Holy Ghost must be very powerful. Praise God. So literally, our soul is like a rat hole. Demons, spirits, they are infested. You might not be demon possessed, but there's no boy that is not born again that is not demon oppressed. Praise God. Your decisions, some of your decisions that you make, that you just feel like, okay, it's me that thought it out. Some demon whispered into your ear, you don't know. Yes. There's, I'm not saying possess. Possess is, but oppress. Oppress is that they bring thoughts to you and you respond to their thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's an oppression. Yes, sir. It's literally an oppression. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So, if you say, I'm not, that's why we need to be compassionate. Mm-hmm. When you say, I'm not a believer outside, mm-hmm. a demon can just come to him and talk to him and he will respond and he will mm-hmm. move on. No resistance. Mm-hmm. They have access to him. You know this thing, this thing I'm saying, it may sound very harsh. But tell me, I'm not a believer. Where's the resistance there? Mm. Unless the Lord just has mercy that, okay, let me preserve this one. Mm. Even many of us that we got born again, the fact that we're under our mother's roof was a preservation. Yes. Mm. And still, you still know that some things that we did, mm. some demons, mm. some spirits, mm. just gained access to us. Mm-hmm. They just gave us thoughts. Mm-hmm. They said this to us. Okay. You've shared your testimony before, right? Yeah. Did, and you, you must have thought something. You must have just sat down sometimes. And say, ah, if we sell this one, if we sell this one, we will make money. It's not only goes that brought that up. Yeah. So if it's not only goes, who brought it? Yeah. <laughs> of that boy. <laughs> so truly, truly, unbelievers don't have. They need help. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like 
If I find a chance to evangelize to anybody, I always take advantage of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Just throw the word there. It doesn't have to get born again then, mm-hmm. at that moment. But you need to put some word inside there. Just a little seed that can start fighting war inside there. That war inside there means that that seed will just start resisting some demons. Mm-hmm. So that God can have access one day. Yes. Praise God. So check it. There's no as long as you are not a believer, you don't believe in Jesus. Demons have access to you. Spirit have access to you. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, they just use they will use you anyhow. And there's no unbeliever that is safe from it. Mm-hmm. That's just what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No believer is safe from it. So there's no believer out there that there's no believer out there that demon has not talked to. Mm-hmm. There's no believer out there that spirit has not talked to. Mm-hmm. That's the trouble I'm saying. That when I'm saying that there's no believer that devil is the one that's not oppressed, mm-hmm. that spirit has not oppressed. Mm-hmm. That's is their that's their home. That's their home. Yeah. So I'm even thinking. So me, I've been, I've been a home for spirits before, mm-hmm. before I got born again, and it's true. By the actions I was doing, it's obvious mm-hmm. that somewhere I was their home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Some people even some people that were going to fellowship by hanging out with me, they left fellowship. <laughs> Praise God. If me I even share some of my story with you, it will shock you. I was not going to fellowship. I was not going to fellowship. Then and I went to one fellowship. I saw one Osha. Sister, Osha. I will tell you what ended the whole party. But she was, I went to fellowship. It was Osha that I was high. Mm. I won't tell you the remaining story. You go and find it out by yourself. <laughs> Take it out. So, so the, obviously, I was being used by spirit. Mm-hmm. To, I used, it was this spirit that used me to tame that sister. Mm-hmm. And we started doing rubbish together. She was one Osha in church. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. I repented. Praise God. I actually feel wish that that sister was serious with God right now because the last time I, I checked, it was not there. Uh, she was not there. I mean, I've moved past her. She would go born again before me. She was an usher in church. Do you get what I'm saying? Praise God. So, Holy Ghost was humble enough to come into that rat hole that is demon of infested. Eh? And he wants to come and do repair. He wants to redeem that house. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. He wants to redeem the house. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. So, now let's go, uh, let's go further. Verse 19. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Praise God. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. So, literally, our journey is building, like we said. Your redemption process is actually a building process. Now, when you say building, don't look at it building from maybe a plot of land. Eh? That there's no building on top. Then you now build a house there. Don't look at it from there. Look at a plot of land with a full building. Mm. Eh? 
and they are now rebuilding. Praise God. So it's more like they are removing a part and they are adding another part. They are removing it. So literally, the devil has built us before by his knowledge. We were built. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Or let me use the word renovation. So when they are building a man, when they are saying this building, it's not that there's no building there. The devil has built a man. A man that when we we're unbelievers, we we're being built. Every work in the spirit is a building. Even in the negative spirit, every work in there is also a building. So the day you are, you, when you get born again and you say they are building you, actually they are bringing down a building and putting their own building there. It's a double-edged sword. Praise God. The Bible says the word of God is living and active, sharper than two-edged sword. Praise God. So as they are removing darkness, they are bringing light. Actually, entrance of his word, eh? Bring the light and understand it to be simple. So once light comes, that darkness leaves. So a man has been built before and now they want to build him. A man has been built with the knowledge of with knowledge of iniquity. Let me use the word. Mm. Knowledge of iniquity. Now they want to rebuild him with the knowledge of righteousness. Praise God. And a man, if they say of him is our righteousness, eh? that means a man needs to fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost is one that reveals righteousness. Praise God. So when you say understanding, understanding is actually what defeats the darkness in our hearts. Darkness is an understanding. When you say darkness, darkness is not because there's no light there. It's because there's an there's a light that is not the light of God. Or there's a knowledge that is not the knowledge of God. Yeah. We can just give an example. Who put the knowledge of offense inside our hearts? Yeah. Do you know that? It's not that you tell yourself, okay, I'll be offended. Something just needs to happen. It just triggers offense there. And before you know it, thoughts of why you should be offended start rolling up in your heart. Mm-hmm. Praise God. I sat down with somebody one day. The person was really offended. And as the person was talking, why is it that is, uh, the person talk, said this thing? If not because the person wanted to do this. Why is it that the person said this? If not because, why did he behave like this? If not because he wanted to do this. So the person started interpreting the person's action. So I sat the person down. I wasn't even bothered about the person's action. What I'm wondering is, I want to ask, I saw I asked sister, all this thought that crossed my mind, will only ghost ever tell you this? What you say? <laughs> all this, I just ask the person. All these things that you are hearing inside you, will only go ever say it. I didn't even say anything for that. She just got, she just melted. Mm. She knew, she knew what? She never believed that she was, she was listening to the devil. Mm. Because left to her, something I just, they, they have revealed somebody's character to her. Mm. Hmm. These are these persons. Yes. But it's the devil that is talking to you. Mm-hmm. So as I made that statement to her, that, do you know Holy Ghost will never say all these things? That, all these things we are thinking, Holy Ghost will never say it. So who is talking to you? She melted. <laughs> 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 
Check it when you are offended. Check all the thoughts that cross your mind. Only ghosts will never make those statements. Only ghosts will never make those statements. But because you are offended, those thoughts start coming and you start validating them. So that means there's a knowledge inside you that makes you interpret people's behavior in a certain way and triggers offense inside you. Even if the person behaves that way, the Bible says to the pure things are pure. Mm-hmm. If you are really pure inside, eh? the person will do it, you know, you will see it that way. Mm-hmm. There are many things that I've seen people do. People will say, ah, do you really, do you know what that guy was trying to tell you? I say, hey, is that what he was trying to say? Mm-hmm. Alone, I do not interpret that. Mm-hmm. I do not even see it that way at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm safe. I'm safe somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because the same, that person is interpreting that person's action, that's manner. But me, I was just looking at it. I was not telling the person that maybe the person is even struggling, though. Maybe that's what he's struggling yeah. with. Now, it's not the time that I have there are some behaviors that meet with triggers of inside me. Yeah. It's just that maybe me have experienced small sanctification. Just small sanctification. That's why I could interpret that situation that way. There are some situations that when somebody does it to me, it will trigger things inside me, too. Uh-huh. Do you get what I'm saying? Aha. So I'm not telling you that I'm totally pure. Praise God. Aha. But understanding, by the time understanding comes, the way you, you, you interpret people's behavior now changes. Do you know that's actually sanctification? Because when we talk about sanctification, we are just thinking about fornication, lying. Actually, time is you. Speak of the word. You should first deal with fornication. The day you got born again and you start hearing faith in the love of Jesus and Jesus loves you. Eh? That's if you even make fornication, you should, you should guilty, feel guilty about fornication by just an experience of how much he loves you. Mm. Yeah, I remember uh, after I got born again, to be very sincere, those people I used to hang out with, we used to do rubbish together, one way or the other, they just separated, we just separated. We just separated at the point. Why did we separate? They saw it. I had a different flavor in me. Mm. That they just didn't feel like they could be doing those things. We could be doing those things together again. So it's not me that just told them that ah, we can't be doing this again. Before I knew, they just weren't coming around again. Mm. It's a flavor that comes with it. With 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 uh, with, with new births. Mm. But can I be sincere with you? When you say sanctification, sanctification comes with understanding. Praise God. Let's quickly go to Ephesians chapter 3. Now, this Ephesians chapter 3, you know, when the scripture was written, scripture, scripture was written in a letter. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. It was written as a letter, but for reference sake, they wrote it as in chapters. So I'll read from verse 2, the ending of verse 2 into chapter 3. Mm-hmm. I will now see what that scripture is saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, verse 21, verse 20. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone. Praise God. So, yeah. Who is the chief cornerstone? Jesus Christ. So, if we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, and Jesus Christ is the foundation, which, what are the the knowledge they use to build that foundation is going to be what? Answer me, please. Christ. It's going to be knowledge of Christ. Praise God. Because you can't build a foundation that Jesus Christ is a cornerstone with other knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. It has to be the knowledge of Christ. Mm-hmm. 
Praise God. Praise God. In whom all the building fitly framed together great unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. For this cause I, Paul, praise God. For what cause? I want us to tap this scripture. For you, please. Let's just. When, as this scripture continues, for this cause, what cause was it talking about? No, no, you know it. You know it. You know it. I was reading it from, from the last chapter of from chapter two. In, it continued into chapter three. So read it. No, don't don't no pressure. No pressure. Let's teach together today. No pressure, no pressure, no pressure. No, read it now. Read it. Read it. Read from the last chapter from the last So what cause? Aha! These are you understand scriptures. You know? These literally are you understand scriptures. These are clear you understand scriptures. For this cause, for the for on the basis of this building, I Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me towards you, towards you, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So for this reason, praise God, God actually revealed the mystery that is inside Christ to Paul. You know the Bible says that you are built upon the foundations of the apostles, right? Mm-hmm. So Paul is an apostle, mm-hmm. right? And they revealed mysteries to him. Mm-hmm. So what will he use to build us? Mystery. It's the mystery. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. If he was appointed, this is, this is a, actually, this is a life is. Mm-hmm. Aha, school of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's learn. Mm-hmm. Aha, it's a school. Mm-hmm. Praise God. This is school. In fact, we will be coming more of school very soon. Uh-huh. Let's go read. Yeah. We pass. We are going to, it's going to be real school. Real school. Yes, and I'll be here uh-huh. to teach. <laughs> In fact, maybe I'll be blackboard one day. Yeah. It will shock all of you. Because it is, we have to take this thing personal. Yes, sir. Praise God. I can bring blackboard one day. Yeah, I'm just waiting for COVID to go. So that we can actually be teaching well. Yes, yes. Sometimes I'm just I'm just imagining those who are listening to me on what they are doing. Maybe some people are cooking stew. Why they are listening to me? If you're online, hope you are hearing me. Yeah. Some people are boiling rice. Cooking beans. I don't know. That evil spirit. They always make you feel like when preaching starts, that you want to put beans on fire. Praise God. 
Let's go. Ah, ah man. What's wrong with me? Yeah, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. So spirits, eh? So spirits, eh? Don't know how to go this. Praise God. And some spirit know how to cook steam. Praise God. And it's not that steam that will not be bound. It's not be bound. We now be giving glory to God. It was real life feast. Praise God. If you are hearing me, repent. Praise God. Praise God. So, if the Lord taught Paul mysteries, then what he will use to build are the revelations of the mysteries he has. Mm-hmm. Now, it's called mystery. But he now said, of my understanding of the mystery. Mm-hmm. So, it's called mystery. When you say something is in the mystery, it means that it can't be found out. You can't find it out. Mm-hmm. You can't understand it. But Paul understood it. Mm-hmm. But it's still a mystery. But Paul understood it. So, if they are going to use that mystery to build you, you too must understand it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Like I said, this is the season when we used to think to take sanctification seriously. Because we hear life everlasting, life everlasting, life everlasting. No man can access life everlasting without sanctification. Forget it. That's the life of God. God cannot commit that life to a man that has sin in him. What will you use that life to do? Even heaven will be short. That's why they need to purify man and be sure that he's at peace with God. Before they bring life everlasting into his hand. Before they even give him access into the learning. Not even that uh, you know we can be hearing the preaching right now, but it doesn't mean that we are operating it. Mm-hmm. Really, really, it's just like you are in the, um, you are in medical school. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You've learned all the theory. Really, really, you're not really learning really much. Yeah. The thing when you start residence is when you started learning. Mm-hmm. Really, really. Am I lying? Aha. Is in that residence that you really, really started learning. Yeah, then you start applying your theory. Right now, this life of Alaska is theory. Yes, that's true. I don't know about you people now because some people are higher than me here. Mm-hmm. But now I'm telling you that. To me right now. <laughs> we are not landed. <laughs> to yeah. me, this, this life of Alaska <laughs> is just theory. Yet. So I'm not learning the theory yes, way. Praise God. The days of the open Right now, is and you have to pay attention to the theory. Mm-hmm. Go when practical comes, you, it's not that's not when you start searching for theory. Mm-hmm. So, be diligent to the theory now. Imagine a old doctor is doing emergency now and carry this book. No, no, no. During emergency, you should be able to stabilize patients first before you go and put them. <laughs> if I'm gasping for breath, I don't know how to put this book. I'll first gasp away. <laughs> I'll take my chances. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. So, like I'm saying, sanctification in this season. When you find infirmities inside you, you should be excited to let it go. There should be an excitement in you. That God, this infirmity needs to go. 
even when you see that your thoughts, your your conversations, your judgment is just not aligning with what you have been taught, and you are still struggling with it. How many of you have struggled with thoughts before that you just know that ah, they have preached this thing before? Birds. Ah. Talking with somebody one day, ah, this suffering, ah. Maybe somebody even enjoy life. Let's go. It's fine. Let's enjoy life. And you know, devil is wicked. Anytime you hear suffering, you devil, the only thing they will preach you are poverty. Poverty. And since the day I've been suffering for Christ, I've not gone to borrow money. I've not, I've not been hungry in my house. So you see that the devil is the one that is lying to us. Mm-hmm. We'll just ask, come and ask you questions, see. And you know recently, everyone, the way the everyone talks about suffering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The way those, those statements of suffering comes mm-hmm. out. Ah-ah. But really, really, suffering is not poverty. Mm-hmm. A man can be in the palace and suffer. Mm-hmm. When a man when you war with flesh, that's your suffering. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I feel like the suffering in the palace is harder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, <actually. laughs> I'm not there. Peace and love. Thank you. You don't say it like love. You don't say no, worry, you guys are the online. No, worry, they don't say anything. Praise God. Suffering in the palace, can everyone? It's like it's very serious. You know, there was a time I had money, I had money in my bank account. I wanted to buy something. The only good thing was not buy it. That one was real suffering for me. Even when I have money, yeah, money. Yeah, it's like the money is not there. I'll say it's not there. I wonder if people are buying it. Breaking. Give me some believer that boys that will say, my word is heaven. But believer, they're not permitted them to buy it. But me, he's not permitted. What's the problem? What did I do wrong? Praise God. Praise God. So those are, you see, when you say talk about suffering, praise God. Mm-hmm. Suffering is not poverty. God does not poverty is nothing in the dictionary of a Christian. Mm-hmm. When you hear poverty, it's not for a Christian. Mm-hmm. Evil spirit mm-hmm. is what that brings poverty. Mm-hmm. God does not bring poverty to a man. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So when they're talking about suffering, just take poverty out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Take it out. Those are meet all your needs. Mm-hmm. You will never go hungry. Mm-hmm. It's not how you full agreement. Let us just be that promise. Me, I believe that promise. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're talking, we're just talking here in the house. I said, okay, we're talking to Joshua. <laughs> 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 just like they slap my ass. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to eat his food. Mm-hmm. So he slapped my ass and I said, ah, don't touch my food. <laughs> so we we're telling Joshua, don't worry. We are sure about one thing mm-hmm. in this house. Mm-hmm. Even there's no money. Mm-hmm. There will be food. <laughs> that was a promise from God that was not fair. There will be food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that food we shall be here. Yes. 
You might not be the best that we always eat all the time, but the food is there. Mm-hmm. We are sure about that one. Mm-hmm. So poverty is not. It's not of God. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about suffering, when flesh, when flesh wants to take the best of you and you war with it, that's suffering. Mm-hmm. That's the real suffering. You war and you make sure that that suffering you finish it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. How by revelation, verse 3, chapter 3, verse 3, by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote afore you, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. How can somebody be so confident to say you understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ? He confidently said it's a mystery. Uh-huh. He now said he, he has the knowledge. He has it. That's it. Uh-huh. When you bring a thread together, you tr- weave it together, weave it together, uh-huh. and you can't unravel it. Uh-huh. Eh? Uh-huh. That thread that becomes a mystery. Uh-huh. Somebody goes, and you just have a wisdom uh-huh. to unravel it. An understanding just came. That's what, yes, yes, before yes. you know you unravel it and you know it becomes a thread again. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So that thing that is woven your heart, like, this thing does not even make sense. Mm-hmm. When light comes into your heart, mm-hmm. you have an infirmity, you don't even know how you will get out of it. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that it brings light to, and to the simple. Mm-hmm. When that light comes into your heart, you just realize the fact that there was an infirmity I was struggling with. A day I just woke up and I, I, I was still struggling with it and something just dropped in my heart. It just, just a word. You are higher than this. Mm. It just dropped. You are higher than this. So today, that thought has not crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. That's just an understanding. Mm. It's just an understanding. So, sin is like a mystery that a man cannot unravel. Mm. You get? But when understanding comes, you just realize the fact that you walk out of it. Why do you work out of it? Understanding. Mm-hmm. That's why a man should seek understanding. Mm-hmm. The Bible calls sin mystery of iniquity. Mm-hmm. Because iniquity is the mystery of iniquity. But you know that the mystery of Christ can unravel it. Mm-hmm. The mystery of Christ is When a man is being, is being sanctified, it's because his judgment is being raised. Mm-hmm. His thoughts are being raised. His thoughts are being raised. It's becoming less earthly. Coming heavenly, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When even understanding comes into your heart, you will live there. You will live their life on earth. The problem is that the devil doesn't want a man to live an heavenly life on earth because he cannot handle heavenly life. Heavenly life is a mystery to the devil right now. Yes, he cannot handle it. Now, I'm not saying life of um, heaven, first heaven, second heaven. I'm talking about heavenly life. I'm not saying heavenly life. The lifestyle of God. Uh-huh. You know, God is an heaven himself. Uh-huh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The devil cannot understand it. So he wants to beat every man down, not to live heavenly life. But he said, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Once it is being, when the man can. Play out that will on earth. The devil cannot hold them. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Because his, de- his thoughts will not be faster than that of that spirit. Mm-hmm. He will gain more speed than that spirit. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. By the time the devil wants to bring thoughts, he already has different thoughts to counter the thoughts. Mm. That speed in the spirit. Just like Jesus, as the devil is bringing the thoughts, he has like how many scriptures to counter the thoughts. You know why? He has speed. That speed in the spirit. It's because when sanctification happens, you gain speed. In the spirit, you are faster than spirits. Mm. Thoughts are coming, you cannot respond. They, they cannot hold you down because you are not responding to them. You are higher than those thoughts. Mm-hmm. You are faster than those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because because san- when you when sin is a burden on the soul, when you are being relieved of that burden, you gain speed. Mm-hmm. The reason why you are slow is because sin has become a weight. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are what previous period are you? Aha. When that guy dropped the weight. Aha. Sin is a weight. When you are sanctified, you are dropping weight. Become faster in the spirit. Where spirits used to catch you before, they can't catch you there again. So you are swift in the spirit. You are swift. That's why we need sanctification. Another word for sanctification. I don't know about, I don't, okay, don't let me go there. Mm-hmm. Teach you some other time. Mm-hmm. When they are dealing with sin, you know, you know the day you got born again, the Bible says your sin are forgiven. Eh? But there's another form of forgiveness of sin that the Bible talks about. Do you get it? Let's go to um, Acts chapter 26, verse 18. Okay, now here. Acts 2618. I will soon help. Don't worry, please. Uh, pay attention. Don't look at time and say, Kai, this time has gone. Mm-hmm. Don't mean, please. Eh? Sometimes we need to endure these things. Eh? Just forgive me today. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Forgiveness of sin. Acts 2618. So this was the commission I was giving to Paul. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. To open their eyes and mm-hmm. to turn them from darkness mm-hmm. to light. Look at, let's follow that thought. Mm-hmm. To open their, their eyes. eyes. Hmm? To turn them from darkness, darkness to, light. to light. And from the power mm-hmm. of, of Satan, Satan to God. To God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So the power that the devil, use, devil uses to hold us down. You, he can turn by opening your eyes. Mm-hmm. He can turn you from that, away from that power mm-hmm. unto God. Unto God, yes. Uh, when a man Christ is formed in a man, a man has been made unto God. Unto God. This is the only God is looking at now. Mm-hmm. You get? It? Mm-hmm. Because he has been sanctified, darkness has become light. And from the power of the unto God, that they may receive what? Let's read it. Please. Do that. that they may receive forgiveness mm-hmm. of, of sin. sin. So you see, ah, yeah, well, I was born again. My sin was forgiven now. Mm-hmm. I had to go and check the meaning of this forgiveness here. It's more than just pardon. It's called dealing with sin. Mm-hmm. This one is higher than pardon. Mm-hmm. The one in Matthew, 
they use the word pardon for it. But this one here, they use the word transform. Transform or convert. Either of the ones. So this kind of forgiveness of sin, eh? Yeah, I don't transform or convert. I'm not sure, but it is it is like they are turning you. Mm-hmm. That's the word that they use there. Yeah. Uh, with the forgiveness in the first place was just aphasis. Then the other one they use another word entirely. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So it was but I know that it wasn't part of the using. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because this one, this kind of forgiveness, your eyes of understanding must be enlightened mm-hmm. for this forgiveness to happen. Mm-hmm. I'll show you two other scriptures now close. That they may receive forgiveness of sin and and inheritance among them which are sanctified by the faith that is in me. So they attach that forgiveness of sin to sanctification. Praise God. I think this same scripture, let's go to first John. So that we can just um, confirm this thing. Because out of the mouth of two of all witnesses, right? Let's go to first John. Verse 1. Verse 7. And just let's just read verse 7. But if we walk in the light, this is not get born again now. Hmm? Mm-hmm. If we walk in the light as he is the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. This sin, this cleansing happens with a walk. Praise God. This one that he's talking about is not pardon. This place here is not pardon. This one comes with a walk. If you walk in light, light is like I said, understanding. If you walk in knowledge, if you walk in understanding, sanctification is happening. So that blood is, is like when understanding comes, the blood has been introduced and he has washed you. You know in the book of Jesus, he said, this is the New Testament in my blood, which was shed for the remission of sin. Praise God. For many. Drink ye all. It's in the drinking of the blood that sin is being remitted. Praise God. How do you drink the blood? The blood is the word. He said the blood, the blood speaks better things than the blood of fear. So that blood is speaking. Anything that blood says and you obey it, remission happens. That's the reason for instruction, counsel. Mm-hmm. When you say counsel of the spirit, mm-hmm. when they bring that counsel, is that blood that just spoke to you? Yeah. So. Does anybody on the, is anybody enjoying me this night? So. so when you are listening to message and that message hits you, mm-hmm. eh? no. the blood they just introduce the blood. To just introduce what? The blood. the blood to you. And that blood is the one that now starts doing the work. You just realize the kind. That revelation, that thing you heard does not go mm. until you pay attention to it. Yes. And sometimes even that blood can even, can even, <laughs> can even, <laughs> the way it does that thing. How many of you have, 
I've listened to a message in the morning, and by afternoon, an action you wanted to take, eh? You just remember what you heard in the morning, and you now use what you heard in the morning mm -hmm. to carry out that instruction. Mm -hmm. That blood set trap for you. He's mm -hmm. waiting for me. Oh, he just is. Yeah. Just gave you brain reset. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes you wanted to make a decision. You are just listening to a message. Mm -hmm. And that message just just adjusted. You calibrate your brain. <laughs> and you are thinking foolishly. Yeah. 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 Absence. Absence. <laughs> <laughs> it happens all the time, like sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Absence. <laughs> The blood mm -hmm. is a merciful God. Yes. Full blood is full of mercy. Mm -hmm. You can look at your sin ahead and make provision. Mm -hmm. You can see your action today, you can see 20 years ahead and make provision for that 20 years. Mm -hmm. So, some instructions you obey today, mm -hmm. you obey this instruction, it's 20 years ahead. The safety, you just created safety for 20 years ahead. Yes. forgiveness of sin uh -huh. and them that are sanctified by the faith that is in me yeah. sometimes you want to do something and the message just comes and you just cannot do it again so uh -huh. sanctification just happens you do uh -huh. Uh -huh. that sanctification uh -huh. because an iniquity you are supposed to carry out you can't carry it out again uh -huh. you are chosen sanctified uh -huh. you should start appreciating instructions uh -huh. Start appreciating instructions. You are growing. You are, they are adding value to you. Yeah. You are becoming precious. Yeah. God will look at you and say, Kai, this my child has grown. Mm -hmm. Those are the men that God looked down upon and God smiles. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are pleasing God. Mm -hmm. You might not have billions in your account, but you are pleasing God. You are excited about it. Yeah. Your Christian work should be sweet. You should be happy. Mm -hmm. Kai, what should you be celebrating in our big commandment today? Mm -hmm. It should be a celebration. It should be a celebration. Sometimes when I don't something that I struggle with, if I don't do it for a while, I reward myself. There's a reason. I find joy in obedience. I find joy in obedience. You should find joy in obedience. Don't 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 pay attention to what is depriving you. Sometimes we look at what that obedience is depriving us than the joy of obedience. And the joy of obedience. Obedience gives you safety. Mm. Apart from pleasing God. Eh? Mm -hmm. It brings safety. 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 Ah, I think I can end here. I can end here. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, friend, call me Thank you, Jesus. Manakai na ma asifi na ya. Oh, 
Siateli andi kiribushta branda kabashti fedebe di braga zusavani manantasti fedebe diata. Masse fretu brekizini mini indu vadaira manantasti keita branda brozi vedija. Helio vreshini mante brehizadaira man. Ah, Father Lord, give us understanding, Lord. Give us understanding, Lord. Give us understanding. Merciful High Priest, give us all understanding. Open our eyes, Lord, and overwhelm our soul with eternal life. Mini apre kevate bano. Stikritushi mini dagalia vani on vregadeshe paina man takaya. Oh, prezi brindi darabashana man teferige doshte branda keliata pratoshte branda. Help us to receive forgiveness of sin. Oh, Labana, Kayanamata. Helio, Bregadesh, to Branda, Tivada, Bregadosh, to Menekali, Bregadosh, and Amanta. Messiah, Brento, Bregadesh, to Branda, Kabaya. Libra, Sate, Bregush, to Branda, Ligali, Bregadosh, to Branda, Kabaya. Mefretu, Bregadesh, Siminigalia, Bregadosh, and Amanta. Helio friend brande kiribosh akam bragadash te freti bragadash te prende keribra gazosta vezebe di bragadaya omena sasana ma ilion de vazimana alemas to vede if you are struggling with any thought grace has been given today if you are struggling with anything grace has been given grace grace receive grace receive grace Receive grace, grace, grace. saying that I've come here for a fight. Mm. I've come to help you fight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I've come to help you fight. Yes. Amen. It's a help for your fight. Amen. I've come to help you fight by the thoughts I'm bringing to you. Yes. You will use it to fight. Amen. You will use those thoughts that I'm bringing to you to fight. You will war with those thoughts. It's called to fight. Mm-hmm. The kingdom of God is where you fight. You fight for it. Mm-hmm. You fight for it. You fight for it. I'll come to help you fight. Mm-hmm. Come, I'll come to help you fight. Be ready to fight. It's a fight. It's a fight. It's a fight. It's a fight. Hold, the, hold on to the fight. Hold on to the fight. Hold on to that fight till you overcome. Hold on to that fight till you overcome. Don't let that fight. Don't let that fight win. Don't let those things win. Don't let them win you. Hold on to that fight. Keep worrying. Worry, worry, don't tire out. I've come to help you that you won't tire out in the fight. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a help to war. A help not to tire out. Don't tire out of this fight. Mm-hmm. Christ 
will come to help you fight. Mm-hmm. It's a fight. In the spirit is a fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, submit to me that I help you fight. Mm-hmm. Submit that I help you fight. Mm-hmm. I will help you fight. Mm-hmm. It's a fight. I will help you fight. Thank you. Praise God. It's a fight. It's a fight. You must learn to war. It's, you must learn to war. Yes, it's a war. You must, like, the Christian journey is a war. You must learn to war. Those thoughts that are coming, war with them. Some of them, they want to find residence. Don't give them room. Once they find residence, they become a control. Don't let thoughts become control, begin to control you. We war every day in our thoughts. The fight of Christianity is a fight of, is a war of thoughts. Don't let those thoughts find residence in you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Oh man, I cast the father. Have a zim on us. The father cast to fatigue like yesterday. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can we share the grace in fellowship? The Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the faith of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. And surely, we must have been with us. All the days of our lives. And we are doing the best we are. Cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim.